Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Thank you um, <clears throat> for being here. Um, it, uh, it was a really difficult day yesterday. I actually um, think Dan Shaughnessy said it said it really well. Um, it indeed was uh, perhaps the saddest day in 123-year history of the Boston Red Sox organization. Um, we are uh, here today, obviously, to conduct the affairs of um, the year-end press conference, <clears throat> but I do at the outset want to uh, acknowledge and extend our, our deep condolences on behalf of John Henry and Tom Werner, Mike Gordon, everyone uh, in the Boston Red Sox ownership group, our entire front office, um, to Stacy, to Bree, to Trevor, to the whole Wakefield family, um, to um, Wake's teammates, uh, David, Dustin, um, Tito, uh, Mike Timlin, <laughs> could go on and on, Nomar, um, just I know how much he meant to all you guys, so I want to um, extend my condolences to you. His front office teammates, um, we love Wake um, for everything he stood for. To everyone at Nesson uh, that he worked with, um, TC, I'm, I'm so sorry for, uh, for your loss. <clears throat> to everyone at the Red Sox Foundation, um, Becca Saulwasser, uh, Wake was your, your partner in, in crime, and, and I'm, I'm really sorry for your loss. Everyone at the Jimmy Fund, um, and of course to Red Sox fans, um, losing an icon like Tim Wakefield is an incredibly difficult thing, and, and we, feel, uh, we feel your pain, and, and we're really, really sorry for your loss. Um, I do at the outset have to thank uh, two members of the Red Sox organization. Uh, for everything that they've done in our 22 years here, but especially for what they what they did yesterday, and, and that's Pam Ken um, and Sarah McKenna, who have been with the family um, uh, ever since these diagnoses have uh, been been um, been realized. And I just want to thank them for being there yesterday. Um, we'll never ever forget forget that and thank you for for being with the family um the uh the last thing i'll say before opening it up to questions is you know i thought as we all did every single person in this room um everyone in the clubhouse yesterday we we thought about wake all day all night and 
I remember the first time I um, was privileged to spend a significant amount of time with him, and it was on a team charter in 2002 when we went from Atlanta out to San Diego, and it was uh, June of 2002, and he asked me all about the Father's Day catch on the field, um, and he wanted to know what went into it, why we did it, um, how it happened, because no one was ever allowed on the field at Fenway Park. Um, and it just struck me, boy, is this just a, a regular guy? <laughs> um, but we all know he was anything but regular. Um, he's a Hall of Famer. Um, that genuine curiosity about the, the ballpark, the baseball team, the business of baseball, the community work, what went into running this operation was there literally right until the end. And as I think back in our time here and, and the history of the Red Sox, I'm not sure there's a player that has been um, more active or involved with every area of the operation, player, front office member, broadcaster, um, community leader, um, and the last thing I, I'll say is, um, Jason Veritek, you said it perfectly yesterday on behalf of everybody. So thank you, Tech, for, for expressing to everyone what, what Wake meant uh, to all of us. So thank you for that. Um, and with that, we'll, uh, we'll open it up to, uh, for any questions. Um, thanks, Pete. We don't have any uh, information right now. Hope to be getting that soon. We'll, we'll follow the lead of the family and certainly we'll want to make sure that everyone has a chance to celebrate um, what was an incredible life uh, appropriately. Sure. Sure. Um, the, the search for the next uh, leadership uh, within baseball operations uh, has begun. Um, I want to make sure everyone understands that uh, this is going to be uh, a much different process uh, than uh, the last time we had a, a change in leadership. And what I mean by that is uh, we plan to um, take our time. We plan to be very deliberate. Um, we're going to have internal candidates. We're going to have external candidates. Um, we are going to have uh, a consistent, robust process that hopefully leads us to the right person um, or people. Um, we've, we've started, we, we've been underway um, since announcing the change, um, and we don't have any set deadline uh, or time frame. We're going to go through this process this offseason, and um, we'll have uh, an announcement when, uh, when it's appropriate. Yeah, you'd love to have uh, clarity uh, as soon as possible, but we're not going to let any any deadline or timeline um, put constraints on on the process. Um, and that is in large part due to the fact that we've got great leadership with Brian O'Halloran, Raquel Ferreira, Mike Groupman, Eddie Romero, um, a team of people that are as committed and dedicated to this organization as any any baseball front office. Alex. Um, 
I think I, I, I wrote something yesterday on Twitter, right? Um, great person, great husband, great dad, great player. Let's not forget about that. Uh, great teammate. <clears throat> he was huge in the community. Um, we always talk about Hall of Fame people, you know, throughout the years, right? Uh, you know, um, they're good in, on the team, uh, on the field, but they're better on, uh, off the field. And, you know, this guy, you know, he, he represented us with dignity. He was a very, I mean, we did it yesterday because of him. We, I, I usually don't wear the jersey. It's not that I don't like it. I just feel more comfortable wearing, you know, other stuff. And, and I don't know who noticed it yesterday. I had my jersey on since like nine in the morning. Uh, just because that, that's who he, that, that's who he was, man. This guy, I met him. Well, my first game was in Baltimore when I got traded and he was there and his presence and uh, just very genuine too. Uh, uh, I mean, he, he was there all the time, you know, and uh, we were joking earlier about 2007. We took him off the roster, right? And uh, he was there with us, you know, the, the whole way. And uh, just, just, just a guy that, uh, you know, he cared about his craft. Obviously, he had to be a perfectionist because, you know, to be able to survive at this level throwing one pitch, it's not easy to do. So you have to be on point. But he made sure everything in the clubhouse was on point too. Uh, very very hard on, 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 on <clears throat> young players, but in a good way, you know, kind of like teach them the right way, the right way to be a big leaguer, to be a Red Sox. And uh, you know, like I said, man, I saw him the 14th, and with everything that he was going on, he was asking questions about us, man. And, you know, I, I put myself in his shoes. If, if I was in his situation, no, I, I have no idea, you know. Probably, I'd probably be home, you know, and not, you know, beware about others. And, and you know, that's who he was. And uh, I told the guys yesterday, uh, it, it was a good baseball game. We pitched well, played good defense, but we, we, we talk about it before the game. Let's, let's, let's do it the right way. Wear your jerseys, go out there. And uh, it was a very good baseball game. One of the, yeah, I don't want to say one of the best, you know, of the season. We have probably better games than that, but it felt good inside just to, to, to represent him the right way. And, you know, that's, he was, he was great from the get go. And, uh, you know, we're going to miss him, you know, uh, the family, obviously we're here for them stays and the kids, you know, um, the same way he was with, uh, there for us throughout, we, we will be there for them. And, uh, I know it's hard, you know, but like Sam said, at one point we have to celebrate his life. Right. And, Let's start thinking about all the positives that he brought to this organization, to this city, um, you know, to, to us, because uh, that's who he was. Do you have any thoughts about what you'd like to continue to do to celebrate him, you know, next season? <laughs> um, it, it, would, uh, it, it would be great to have a way to celebrate Wake um, where we can have all the fans who, who loved him as much as we did participate and, and be, be a part of it. So um, I, I say this with humility, but I think our organization um, takes that as serious as any other organization. And there's just nobody better than, than Sarah McKenna uh, and her team in, in putting on special events. Um, and I think that 
we'll hopefully be able to, to do something where everybody gets to feel uh, a part of it. You know, I appreciate the question, but not, not something I've given uh, one minute of thought to. Just been focused on, on Wake and the family. Sam, can you talk about the status of the coaching staff, uh, you know, given the baseball calendar and you saying that this is going to be a, a deliberate search? It could be some time before you have a new baseball ops president or leader in place. Uh, what, what have the coaches been told? Is it possible that decisions about uh, any of their futures will be determined before a person is brought in? Do they have permission to look around? What's going on there? Yeah, so those conversations will be ongoing uh, in the days ahead with uh, with BOH and, and Eddie and, and group and Rock leading those conversations, primarily staffing uh, decisions. It um, will be handled by, by BOH and, and Eddie and, and Alex and talking about um, next year. So early days on that front, but um, those, those conversations uh, will happen in the days ahead. And what can you say about what you want in a new lead baseball is it important that that person has been the number one decision maker elsewhere? How important is familiarity with this organization, experience? What, what qualities do you see? Yeah, we're looking for um, someone who shares the organizational values that um, I think uh, we've been come to, to be known for in our time here. And at the end of the day, that's understanding that, that the standards here are incredibly high. Um, and winning games uh, at the major league level, putting yourself in a position to be uh, busy in October is the goal. That said, we think that you can also build a sustainable organization at the minor league level uh, at the same time. It's hard. It's difficult. Sometimes those two things are in conflict with each other, um, but we think that, that the, right, um, the right leadership will um, will emerge, and um, that's not taking any anything away from people that have been here and and the organization. As I said, a couple weeks ago, is actually uh, in in a really good spot as it relates to to the future. So, um, look, we don't have a predetermined uh, set of qualifications necessarily that we're looking for, um, but we do have a, a targeted list of individuals that we think will be able to help get us get us back where we belong in, in the American League East. Have you, have you We have, yes. Yep. And we have not uh, conducted any formal interviews yet. I think there was, that was a question from Alex over there. Um, no, no formal interviews have been uh, conducted, but we have. Um, we've had conversations internally, uh, and we've had conversations externally, being respectful of, of clubs and Major League Baseball rules and teams that are still playing. Uh, we have to make sure we navigate all that uh, over the next, uh, next several weeks. I don't want to get into numbers or um, you know specifics related to that. It wouldn't be appropriate right now. But um, I just say we're 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 looking um, we're looking at a lot of different uh, different options uh, at the current time. When do you expect interviews to start? Uh, probably later this week, uh, maybe early next week. Yeah, how much would you like to have Alex kind of have uh, a seat at the table, sort of uh, giving input on who this the next leader of baseball operations? It's, it's hugely important to, to have, um, 
your your existing leadership uh, on board. This is a team effort, right? So um, whether it's Alex, whether it's Raquel, BOH, um, Eddie, the whole staff, ownership, it's a team effort. I think we, we tend to focus on individuals uh, in our sport, as we should, um, but it's a team effort. So there'll be, uh, there'll be uh, lots of different voices, but at the end of the day, uh, this is a decision that, um, that I'll make along uh, with ownership ultimately having the final approval. Well, I think we have a lot of areas where we need to improve. Um, and I think it's important that we conduct a robust search to hear different views, different opinions, different perspectives on areas that uh, the Red Sox organization um, has excelled in and areas where we've fallen short so we can improve on those, on those areas. There's been a, a lot of um, incredible strides made uh, across the organization in terms of our systems, our processes, um, our minor leagues. Everyone knows the, the ranking of our, our system. Um, I think where we've, where we've fallen short um, is, is not getting uh, to where, where we need to be at the end of the year. We, we should be playing right now, and that's the goal uh, each and every year. We think it's possible to build and, and win. Um, we re also recognize that uh, this division isn't getting any uh, easier. It's incredibly competitive, and we've got a lot of work in front of us. Would you all be willing to go over sort of the luxury tax? I know you did a lot of, you spent a lot of time, you know, sort of trying to get under it with, with, to get better. How do you foresee that? Look, we've, uh, we've said it before. We've, we've had years where we've been over uh, the CBT um, threshold. We've had years where we've been under. Um, the resources have been there spending across baseball operations. Uh, where we've fallen short sometimes is in the allocation of those resources, and that's on us to fix. But ownership of the Red Sox have, have been there since 2002 in, in our time, uh, giving us the resources that we need to be competitive, and I do not anticipate that changing. I'm also going to be consistent that uh, we definitely aren't going to talk about our plans for Major League Payroll. I don't know why other clubs do that, um, but we do not want to tip our hand to our competitors um, and talk about Major League Payroll. Um, it's just not something that we've, we've done. Obviously, at the end of the day, we all know uh, what the payroll was for the prior year, um, but we've had an amazing amount of flexibility uh, going all the way back to, to 2002 where um, – We've, we've had best laid plans in the beginning of the year, and those have changed sometimes mid-season. So um, we, have, uh, we, have, we have a lot of flexibility around here. Kenley Jansen has been very vocal you know, about the areas of the roster that need to be fixed. There's several players that have come out. Alex Verdugo said yesterday you know, that he wishes you guys had gotten a starting pitcher and you know, reliever at the trade deadline. Uh, what areas do you think of the roster need most fixed? Well, look, I, I appreciate and understand that um, those, are, those are comments made from people who have a lot of hunger and a lot of passion and a lot of pride in what they do. And when you fall short of playing baseball in October, it's natural to look back and sort of 
you know, second guess or question what, what we did or didn't do. I can tell you that we're, we're looking forward. Um, the whole organization is looking forward. Um, and, you know, I, I think there's lots of areas for improvement. Um, obviously, this game uh, is, is, is a, about pitching <laughs> at the end of the day, and so we need to improve in that area. That certainly does come to mind. That's a fair um, criticism to point out, but um, we'll attack it all uh, in the offseason. Sure, Alex, have you guys discussed at all you moving to the front office No, no, we talked about it last week, right? And I was very honest with them. I'm not prepared to do that. Um, I feel like the impact <clears throat> that I can make here in this organization, the upcoming years, it'll be in the dugout. You know, that's the way I see it. You know, and uh, you know, they, they, they know, and, and you know, it's not an easy job. You know, like because you know baseball and you know how to talk baseball, it doesn't mean that you're prepared to run an organization. There's more than that, and I'm very comfortable doing what I'm doing. Uh, I, I trust you know, the people that we have around right now, uh, BOH, Eddie, Rube, uh, Raquel, uh, Ben, everybody that is working here, I trust them, and they're, they, they know what they're doing. Uh, I know they trust me, and uh, now it's just a matter of, you know, put everything together. Like I said yesterday, you know, this is not acceptable the last two years, uh, regardless. You know, if we were playing with young kids or veterans, it doesn't matter. We got to find a way to win more games than, than, than the last two years. And we, we, our goal is to play in October and win the World Series. That's our goal. So, you know, I'm comfortable where we at, family-wise. We like where we at. You know, and uh, you know, yeah, you know, we have goals and and stuff like that. But not right now. This is it. Yeah. Do you have it. a larger say in what the roster looks like? I, like I said yesterday, you know, since 2018, uh, you know, with Dave, Haim, and the group, you know, they always listen to me. You know, we talk about what's needed, you know, and it's a collaboration. You know, it's teamwork, like Sam said. So since 18, you know, uh, I think my, 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 my baseball knowledge and what I think the, the, the roster can be or, or what we need to do is always, you know, on the table. They listen to it, and then we make decisions as a group. All depends how you see it, right? Um, we made some strides in the last month. Uh, Cutter threw the ball well. You saw what happened yesterday with, with Tanner. Um, uh, Chris, healthy, you know. Um, we always talk about him, 35 stars, 30 stars, whatever. Whatever it is, you know, he, he made strides, you know, towards the end. So um, I do I agree with uh, with Sam and I agree with the group, you know. Like, you know, to win championships, you, you have to pitch. That's the bottom line. And we haven't been able to get to that point yet, right? I think the last time we have a, had a healthy rotation was in 21, and you saw what happened. Before that, you know, and sorry that, you know, I know we talk about not talking about that last uh, yesterday, but going to the pitching, the other time we were healthy, it was 18. So that's something that the group knows. Uh, maybe we had to make adjustments uh, as far as the things that we do with them, preparing them, uh, you know, their off-season workouts and all that, but as of now, you see the talent, you know. Obviously, this is something that uh, whoever is going to run the organization is going to decide which route we're going to go. But yeah, we have to pitch better. You know, that's 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 important. But at the same time, we have to play better defense, right? Yeah, Alex. With that, with that in mind, two years ago, you know, this is after a successful season. In the postseason press conference, someone brought up that the team didn't seem to play that well fundamentally, and you agreed completely. You said we have to get better fundamentally. 
One could reasonably argue that she really hasn't in two years. So it's the extent to which you can answer how much of that is coaching and how much of that is the roster that coaches are given to work with. Yeah, uh, we just had a meeting uh, an hour ago with our coaching staff, and, uh, you know, the, the, the tone of the conversation was like, we have to, you know, like, find ways to improve our players. You have to be, you know, willing to adjust what we have tried to do the last few years for them to be better. Uh, is it batting practice, more batting machines, or, or trying to put our infielders in uncomfortable situations so they can be, you know, better defensively, working the first steps, stuff that we have done the last few the last few years with Rafi and then with Xander, right? So there's a lot of things that we have to do as a, as a staff to, to, to be better, to improve. And if we do that, then hopefully we can put the, these guys in a situation to be successful. Does the staff need to change I don't believe so. You know, I think we, we just have to be better in a sense. You know, we have to be willing to, to go and, and, you know, talk to people and adjust our routines and, you know, that's something that we've been talking about it the whole season. And uh, I know, you know, people talk about the coaching stuff and everything, but, you know, the people that follow us the whole the whole time, we saw You guys saw it. You know, we did a lot of things that we don't usually do. Didn't work, you know. But, uh, you know, it's not lack of trying. It's not lack of effort. It's not lack of knowledge. It's just you got to keep trying to find ways for these guys to be better. And it's on us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that that's something that um, we just talk about it. We've been meeting with them, with the players individually, and they know what the off season is going to look like. Uh, there's going to be a lot of guys that are going to Fort Myers early, which is great, you know. Um, so we can work, you know, with them uh, at the complex. But you know, there's um, traveling to to the Dominican. Um, you know, so, uh, there's a lot of stuff that we're going to do that. I think it's, it's needed in the, this offseason. Uh, I think we got some guys that they're going to impact the big league roster next year, that they, they're young players, and we have to guide them through the offseason and help them out. Uh, there's specific stuff that we want them to do. Um, I don't have to go, you know, through the individuals or the players, right? But, you know, there's specific stuff that we want them to, to accomplish this offseason to be ready for next year, and uh, we have to be hands-on with that. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot of traveling this year. Oh, I mean, I always go to the Dominican to see Rafi. Uh, there's certain things that he has to do. Um, you know, we talk about Rafaela. <clears throat> Rafaela, you know, as far as, like, you know, uh, some of the things that we want him to do offensively, Valdi, right, uh, Abreu, pitchers, uh, which is going to be the easy part of it because, like I said, there's going to be a lot of them in, in Fort Myers about, about, like, improving your stuff, you know. Um, if we want you to be better – throwing up in the zone or use your pitch mix a little better, you know. Like I said, I'm not going to go too specific with the, which players in, this, in, in specific, but that's what we're going to do. Alex, for a new uh, leader of baseball ops, what, what's important to you? What qualities are important to you? <laughs> Besides knowing baseball, right? <laughs> um, just like I, I talked when, you know, when I got the job in, uh, in 18 and – you know, when we got Haim here, I think communication is very important. Uh, the understanding, I believe, the understanding of this. You know, this is a very unique place. It's a special place 
but uh, you know, there's there's a lot of noise here, and uh, I, I do believe, and I, I've, I've been talking about this for the last three or four years. Uh, you know, what do you do, what you do with that noise, right? You cannot let it bother you because it will get loud certain times. You know, and uh, I think understanding that. As far as the baseball part of it, you know, um, baseball is not black and white, man. Like people think, you know, it's not like this is the perfect way to play in baseball. Right now, there's a, all those teams in the playoffs. They have different ways of playing the game, right? Um, I was just reading an article about the Twins, you know, like they didn't strike people out two years ago and they thought they were right about it and now they're striking people out, you know. So the game changes and it's changing right in front of us, you know. Uh, stolen bases, yeah, it's part, of game, it's part of it. Defense is very important. Uh, pitching is very important. But then in the playoffs, what you got to do, you got to hit the ball out of the ballpark. So I do believe this game, it, it always changes. People see it differently. But at the end of the day, when we get together, you know, whatever decisions we make, you know, we go for it. We attack it, you know, as a, as a group, and we, we just have to, you know, improve on whatever, whatever, we, whatever we decide we have to do. Sam, do you guys plan on pursuing Otani this winter? <laughs> um, again, we're, we're, we're not going <laughs> to get into specific um, player moves or anything that could get us in trouble. Um, but, but I'll tell you, there, there's a, um, an amazing group of men, women, individuals in our baseball operations department that are throwing every, every idea uh, out there that you could possibly imagine, turning over every rock. That's when the Red Sox have been at their, at their best, is when sort of the no bad ideas um, zone that we operate in. Uh, so we'll, we'll consider anything and everything to improve for the short term and for the long term. Um, and, and I want to make that clear. Like this is a, there's there's a, a desire to to compete. You've heard us say it, and sometimes those words ring hollow when you've had two uh, very disappointing seasons. Um, but there's just nothing like winning in Boston, and we 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 need to get that back. We want to get back. I, I think AC said it the other day. Like we're forget forget the championships of the past. Um, we need to focus on what's in front of us and. and we want to get that feeling. So we, we, want, we want that winning feeling, and, and our fans deserve that. Um, so we're going to have to do what it takes to get there, and um, that's what we're committed to do. With that being said, do you look at this as an all-in winter? <laughs> no, I, I don't really even know how to define uh, all-in. Um, maybe it's just because on the inside we feel like we're all in every year in terms of the work and the preparation and the commitment and the dedication. Um, and so I, I, uh, I feel like we're, we're all in from that perspective each, each and every year. Yeah, we, we do. We need to look at every area uh, of the operation. Um, you know, usually you, you hope to be playing in October, and so you don't use uh, that window to to conduct uh, exercises where you're looking at improvement. But this 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 gives us, if there's any silver lining, we do have time in October to to talk and, uh, about and examine uh, areas where we've fallen short. So yeah, I think it's fair that we need to examine everything uh, because that's what our fans deserve. Bottom of the division and out of the postseason in the last couple of years. 
when the Giants made a managerial change over the week, over the weekend, um, Farhan was talking about a need to improve the entertainment aspect and value of a team that maybe people weren't being entertained in addition to not having enough wins. Um, talking about maybe too many openers, using platoon advantages, those kind of more modern analytic uh, things. Is there any concern that the product on the field, in addition to not winning enough, is not entertaining enough here? No, no. Entertaining baseball is winning baseball. Um, I don't care what anybody says. You can say that, you know, you, you need to play a different brand of baseball. You need to do this. You need to do that. We got to win. If you win, um, somehow magically people say, this team's likable or this team's entertaining. I think that's nonsense. Winning baseball is what matters. That's, that's what entertains people. Um, we know that. So how you get there, I think, AC said it well. There's different ways. The game is constantly evolving and changing. Um, but winning and playing competitive baseball is entertaining. Sam, what's your sense of the desirability in the industry of this head of baseball operations role? When you look at whoever's coming in will not be able to hire their own manager. There's a lot of lieutenants in place. And given what the ownership is, group has done with the last you know, three people here, they haven't lasted four full seasons. Are you sensing any wariness? Yeah, look, at, at, um, at the end of the day, I understand that, and it's a, it's a fair question. Um, this is the Boston Red Sox. If you want to run a baseball organization, this is where you want to be. You want to be in Boston. Why? Because it matters here more than anywhere else. So if you're not up for that challenge, thanks, but no thanks. But whoever's running obviously wants to have a certain amount of influence and backing. Yeah. Yeah, I think the, I think they absolutely can, and and um, you know we'll, we'll get into that's important. You have to have the person in position or people in the position of leadership have the ability to make decisions, um, and so that'll be that'll be um, in, within their purview to do it. Um, I just know that there is no um, there's no better spot than Boston in baseball. None. We'd spend a lot of time going through um, year by year, uh, personnel move by personnel move, whatever it takes um, to explain with candor and honesty about every single thing that's happened here since 2002. If candidates want to go back, we'll, we'll do that. Um, what I can tell you is we have all the uh, ingredients necessary to be a World Series championship caliber club. Um, and that's something that I think anyone would look forward to being a part of. How much time have you spent as an ownership, the three, looking at each other and saying, maybe we're, maybe we're the problem, <laughs> so what are we doing? That's fair. That's fair. I, I won't, I, we, we've talked a lot, um, uh, John and Tom and I and, and Mike Gordon, um, 
those those three guys, you know, run all aspects of Fenway Sports Group. My my day to day job is to run the Red Sox. We 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 talk all the time uh, about areas where we've fallen short. And and yeah, there's there's as I said, there's plenty of blame to to go around. So um, we need to be better uh, as an ownership group uh, as well, and uh, we're committed to doing that. Given that, uh, given that you want a working relationship, presumably that's going to be enduring, would you like to figure out whether or not uh, Alex's interest in being manager beyond uh, his contract when it runs out in 2024? Sorry, could you get to a, a specific question <laughs> or a sure. concise question? Let's go with, let's, uh, let's down into multiple parts. Why did you decide we should commit to Alex uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, obviously Alex is under contract. He's going to be our manager um, next year, and I think that that's a um, very attractive part of, of Boston and, and this organization, coming to this organization. And two, um, given that you want to have a working relationship, presumably that's going to uh, be allowed to grow over time, um, would you want to resolve, would, would you consider figuring out Alex's future beyond 2020? Yeah, the, those will be discussions for the appropriate time, and and um, they'll take place as we as we go forward uh, as an organization. But this is the the priority right now is to is to get the new baseball operations leadership structure settled and and um, determined, and then we'll we'll tackle uh, tackle uh, other issues beyond that. Alex, I, I Alex was trying to be my agent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as, I guess as your agent, uh, have, you, you know, have you in these conversations? Um, like Sam said, you know, the, those conversations, you know, we'll keep it between us, you know, but uh, uh, I still believe I can manage and can impact a big league uh, team uh, more than next year. Let's put it that way. Yes, yeah, Sam, you mentioned earlier uh, to a question not wanting to let other organizations and the teams know what your, your plans are. You also mentioned candor with uh, people that you're interviewing for the, the job. Uh, you're It's a great question. It's always a risk when you share information with people outside uh, your organization about the inner workings of your own organization. So it's a calculated risk that you need to take in the right situation if you think it's going to ultimately benefit the Boston Red Sox. So um, it's a balance. Look, it's um, it, there, there's different ways to acquire uh, pitching. There's different ways to acquire any any uh, positional player, what have you. Um, like I've I've said time and time again, we 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 will consider all ways to improve the club. We I think we've demonstrated an ability to 
um, to, to use certain uh, styles or methods in terms of player acquisition, using prospects, using dollars, um, signing people internationally. E everything is available to us to improve this club as we go forward. Beyond, beyond pitching, is there an area that you feel like you need an external help at? Oh. Uh, we'll talk about it. Uh, I think, you know, if you start looking at a roster, we, we do believe some of these young kids are going to impact the roster next year and, and, and years to come. You know, uh, they had some good seasons. Overall, it wasn't a great season, but you start talking about individuals and, and some, some of the players, they were really good. They improved in certain areas. So, um, like I said, we have to wait and see uh, who's going to run the operation here. Uh, I'll give him our, uh, my, my thoughts about how can we improve, and then you know we attack the offseason the, the way we, we think is going to be good for us. Jim, you said that um, you know, after time was fired, you, know, you said that you know, baseball operations leadership will come in with a mandate to run the department in all aspects of the department. Um, if you know, Alex is in place as the manager, like, you know, is that all aspects that you're going to be running? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. The person will, or people, individuals um, that, that we determine will have the authority to run the department. But I mean, is it all aspects that he can't pick his own manager? Look, I think you're going to have um, people that understand, that, that come in and see what we've built here, what we're building here, um, and the relationships will, will be built as we go forward. Um, and again, we'll address the long, long, long term. We're, we're focused right now, the two of us, on what's in front of us and then the rest of the organization over the next eight to 12 weeks. Beyond that is a conversation for another day. Sam, you've mentioned multiple times, you say the person or people, plural. Um, it seems like there's already a lot of voices in the organization. Uh, what level of It's a big job. It's a big operation. It's a, um, a massive amount of responsibility. And so we just want to make sure that we have the right, the right structure to be as effective and, and responsible as we can in terms of, of building this thing for the long term the right way. So um, there's a, there, there are, we are interviewing for uh, the number one uh, spot right now, um, but we may uh, add more people than a number one spot, depending upon to the earlier question. Um, if, if there's a desire to bring in other people from the outside, we'd certainly consider that, or internal promotions. We just don't know where this is going to go. We've seen examples of both work. Um, you know, uh, Dave Dombrowski uh, came in here and elevated Mike Hazen uh, to the, the general manager role, which, um, you know, worked, worked pretty well. So we've seen, seen examples where, where it can work, and, and we'll consider all, all options. Sam, will, will Mike Rootman be back? Say it again. Will Mike Rootman, Michael Rootman? Oh, Mike Rootman, yes. Uh, he is, uh, he's under contract and busy uh, working on next year with us as we speak. Too, too early to, uh, to tell what may or may not happen, um, but uh, he's an incredibly valuable member of this organization, and uh, we're grateful for, for what he does. In terms, in terms of the candidate pool, would you, uh, would you pursue people who are currently the heads of baseball operations in other places? Yeah, I think you'd be irresponsible not to consider um, 
all, all options. Lo primero que hicimos fue felicitarlo porque ser Grandes Ligas no, no, no le pasa a cualquiera, ¿verdad? Este, yo creo que es un honor y un privilegio ser parte de una organización de Grandes Ligas. Lo segundo, que esto no es aceptable, que en los últimos dos años llegar en último lugar eh, en esta ciudad no es, no es aceptable, que la organización no acepta eso y depende de nosotros eh, mejorar nuestra actuación el año que viene. Y como que ese mal sabor que tuvimos esta temporada, que tuvimos el año pasado, lo utilicemos como de, de manera positiva, en el sentido de que ataquemos nuestros entrenamientos, nuestras prácticas de bateo, todo lo que tengamos que hacer en los season para mejorar, que se sienta esa, esa fuerza que viene de este mal sabor. Así que ese fue el mensaje y obviamente mantenernos saludables, mantenernos en contacto y estar ready para, para cuando lleguemos a Formars. You want to talk yeah, to I Well, <clears throat> first of all, the um, attendance numbers across the league were incredibly impressive. Great sign for baseball. Um, it's obviously too early to point just to the rule changes uh, as sort of the reason, but um, my gut instinct tells me that was a big part of it. Um, we actually are incredibly appreciative of the fan support that we had this year. Our attendance was slightly up, which is somewhat remarkable if you consider coming off of um, a last place finish in 2022. And obviously we know where we are in 2023. So we're incredibly grateful for the support that we had um, night in and night out. I think we averaged uh, over 32,000, 32,500, something in that range. Um, for a team that fell short of our, our own expectations uh, is something we're incredibly grateful for. But the shorter answer to your question is yes, we're always concerned if, if we're not performing on the field and what that might do to attendance. We need um, to have a packed house each and every night. It's a, it's a competitive advantage, what it does for the environment and, and what it does to create resources that can be reinvested back into the team. So we've, um, we've had a, a very modest, uh, low uh, single digit increase on um, season ticket prices. And then we priced the rest of our ticket inventory uh, dynamically, prices changes. Uh, Prices change, excuse me, uh, based upon market conditions over the course of the year. So we don't have set prices as we enter the year other than the season ticket packages. Alex, you've had a lot of moving pieces up the middle of this year. How important is it in your mind to stabilize that part of the roster? <clears throat> I do believe if, if you, the, last, the last few weeks when Trevor played almost every day, you saw the changes, right? Um, you know, at second, we were basically platooning. Valdi and... and 
I'm Pablo. Well, uh, Louis, uh, Urias play a lot, but uh, I think with Trevor at shortstop, playing every day, you see the difference. Now we're going to decide what we're going to do at second base. I think Trevor at short helps Rafi at third base. We made some, some subtle adjustments as far as like our defensive alignment too towards the end, and it felt like it felt good, you know, let's put it that way. So, uh, you know, I think up the middle, we're going to be solid, you know. Well, you know, Trevor's staying healthy. He's a game changer. He's a lead. I think he ended up, what, at plus eight, plus nine. He only played a handful of games, right? So uh, I feel really good about that. And uh, then from there, we'll, we'll, we'll attack the, the offseason, decide what we're going to do at second. And obviously, Rafi's going to play third base. I, I think it'll keep evolving and growing, but um, um, incredible um, work this year by everyone from Jonathan Galula, I mentioned Sarah, everyone who runs this place. Hopefully it's one of the fan-friendliest venues in all professional sports, and people uh, have a great time um, and experience all sorts of different uh, theme nights, and, and we've tried to make the, the experience really, really great. Uh, for everyone that comes here. So I just anticipate more uh, attention to detail with respect to customer service and, and making sure that people are having a good time when they come to Fenway. Alex, just go back to the up-the-middle question. Uh, with Emmanuel, um, what do you think he needs to do defensively at second base, and is there a specific plan for him? Yeah, he's, um, he's actually playing winter ball uh, for a month. Um, Carlos Febles is one of the special advisors in the team that he's going to play in the Dominican Republic. Uh, Carlos is going to be working with him defensively throughout that month. And obviously after that, you know, there's a few guys that are going to work out at the academy uh, and he's going to be part of that. Uh, first step is important. Uh, the angles that he takes is, is also something he needs to, to improve, to become a solid defender at second base. I think out conversion towards the end, he was actually good. You know, um, he, he did some things when we sent him down in AAA with uh, our uh, AAA staff to improve that, and uh, he, he was good. Um, arm strength is something that we notice that he needs to get better at. Uh, he'll be in a throwing program. I don't want to say like a pitcher, but similar to that, um, you know, we, we have the – we had to go through that with uh, Trevor last year, right? So uh, there's a few things that we have identified with him that if he does it, you know, he can be a good second baseman because the bad plays, um, you know, play discipline, the impact of the baseball, uh, the at-bat that he puts together is impressive. So we'll see what happens, you know. Um, I think uh, getting the reps in, in the Dominican Republic, playing at second base exclusively is going to help him out. Yeah, it's a um, it's a massive responsibility to think through how you would honor uh, someone like Tim Wakefield. But um, I think the right answer will come to us as if we keep the premise um, that we want to be as inclusive as possible and make sure everyone who whose 
life was touched by this guy, and that's millions and millions of people um, can can be a part of it. Um, but we also want to respect the family and what they're going through. So we'll follow the lead from from um, Stacy and the kids and those who are closest to to Tim, um, people like Jason Veritek and uh, his family and and Sarah and Pam. So the right uh, the right. Um, format will will come to us as as the days go go by no 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 talk about anything specific um yet but um we'll we'll keep you posted on that <laughs> um, no, we, we have a good feeling about the qualities um, that, we're, that we're looking for in terms of um, experience, but also the type of person. This, um, as we've covered today, um, this market is not for everybody. Um, and, and we recognize that you, 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 we, want, we, we want a person who wants to, and maybe people, as I said, to, to be a part of winning in Boston because there's just nothing like it. Um, let's, the way we talk about it today, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm always honest with you guys, us as a coaching staff, us as a coaching staff, we got to get better. We got to, you know, push these guys to be a lot better. And it's on us to do this in the off season, do that in spring training and do it through throughout the season next year. So that's my, this, that's, that's my challenge this year. Me and the coaching staff, we have to be better. That's why Pedro goes to spring training to help us with that. You know, him, David, Mikey, uh, you know, all those guys, we make sure they talk to the players, they walk around with the players, they work out with the players to make sure what they did in the past and the way they did it. It's not about the championships, right? I mean, like, it's not about that. It's about how we go about our business, how important this place is for us, and that's the reason we invite them, for them to talk about that and uh, help us out with our culture. For Rafaela, um, uh, get stronger. Uh, there's a few things offensively that everybody saw uh, this month that he needs to work on. Play discipline is one of them. There's a few things mechanically that we do believe he needs to do to, to get to the fastball and to hit the ball to right center. Uh, he had a good season. You know, it's not easy to come here uh, at the, to, to the big leagues and, and dominate, right? But uh, you saw the skill set. You know, this kid is going to impact the, the, the defense. Um, he's very good at what he does, and offensively, we believe that he's going to be capable, capable to impact the lineup too. It's too early for that right now. Uh, you know, we, we we'll see what happens. Um, there's a few things that he's going to do 
um, you know, in the upcoming months to, to, to be better. He'll go to spring training, uh, and we'll, he'll play a lot in spring training. We know that, so we'll see what happens. There's a few things that we notice, especially to the left. Um, there's some studies that we made the last few few weeks uh, to kind of like understand what happens to that ground ball to the left that is actually like three or four feet from where he's at. And uh, there's some habits that he has and bad bad ones, you know, going to his left. To his right, he's really good moving uh, forward. He's been okay, but I think it's to his left. And uh, we, we, we're going to work on a few things, and uh, he's willing to do it. Uh, yesterday I had a good conversation with him. Uh, talking about what he wants to do. Uh, he, he sees all these young Latino kids that are coming up to. He wants to be the guy to lead them. And, uh, you know, he's going to work, you know, hand-in-hand hand with them in the Dominican Republic. And hopefully we can get him to be the, the infielder that, that we envisioned, the infielder that we saw in April, right? April and May, he was really good. So that and obviously the mental side of it, kind of like, hey, when you play, you're going to make errors, you know, but then you got to turn the page and uh, make the next play, and, and that's what we're going to work with them th- this offseason. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.